All right. Well, you know what I don't hate? Uh, foot, the Lord Sport football. Amen, brother. Amen. I actually just have to check real quick and see if uh, I noticed on our VOD last night it was starting to like clip and shit. So, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Should be fine ish. Anyway, welcome, uh, everyone to football shit talking live. We're here to shit talk football. And boy, howdy, is there a lot to shit talk this week? Uh, we're well, here. Do you want to start with the announcement? What's the announcement? Well, I don't think this show has heard about the fiber announcement. Oh, okay. Well, well, yeah. I was gonna, I was gonna parlay that into the thing about the um, we're here tonight. I was gonna say uh, we're here every Sunday night, eleven p.m. CST, midnight EST, on Twitch TV slash The Beefiest Boys, and I am proud to announce that number, that date, that time will never change. I mean, barring holidays, oh, of course. But yeah, the Lord's holiday will. Uh, yeah. Um, fiber is here. Uh, we are coming live through the fibers, through the light waves, however the hell it works. I don't know. I'm not a nerd. Um, it's, I mean, we have put it through its paces in the past couple of days. Uh, as you probably noticed, the stream is significantly higher quality. Uh, if you're listening to this pod and podcast, you won't notice any difference, but thanks for listening though. So Appreciate it. Regardless, uh, I am your host, Taylor, as always here with my bud, Suck, and we're here to talk football. So I think tonight, uh, oh, let's give the quick rundown. So this is championship weekend, of course, a couple upsets. Uh, we're going to yep. react to the playoff selection. Um, I promise not to cry. Suck has given no such promise, though. Um, oh. I ain't a bitch, so I well, won't be crying. True. Uh, Ohio State somehow snuck into it. I will react to that negatively. Deshaun sucks. That's a thing. Um, yeah, he sure does. He sucks real bad. And the Cowboys destroy the Colts. And I, I feel like destroy might have been not hard enough of, of a word. I mean, they uh, donkey dicked them. Yeah, we'll get into that. It was a very good effort by the defense. Oh yeah, and it was it was a really good game uh, for a while until it was <laughs> until it wasn't. So uh, yeah, let's get right into it. And let me pull up. Let's see, CFB playoff final rankings, I guess, because we'll talk we'll talk bowls too. Because I mean, right. I, there was some decent bowls. Ah oh, shit, what was the thing I was I saw it? I lost the link to it. Hmm. 2022 bowls, I guess. Yeah, here we go. I found it. All right. I hate that when I like switch over, I have to do this thing. There we go. Uh, and it is on the wrong page. And because I didn't check that ahead of time. Hold on. What the hell even is that? All right, there we go. We're good. All right. So today was obviously the. No, you never hit send on your Discord message. Yeah, I didn't. <laughs> we got we got to talking about it. So, um, right. So today they you know championship weekend was like yesterday. So they announced all the bowls and the playoffs. Uh, number one Georgia, of course. Number two Michigan, of course, because they won theirs handily. 
Number three, TCU, who um, didn't win their game, which we'll get to in a minute. They lost in overtime. Yeah. Yeah, um, they did. They did. Uh, And then Ohio State, who didn't even play in a championship game. Um, But the thing is, I'm not like, okay, I don't like it. I don't like it at all. But here's what I do like about it. They're going to play Georgia, and they're going to get annihilated by Georgia. Like, love it. Yeah. I mean, I will not be pulling. It's the one time all year you'll ever hear me say, go dogs. I mean, yeah. Fuck Ohio State. You might. I'm not. Still fuck Georgia. But also fuck. Oh, 100%. uh, Ohio State even more. Michigan TCU could be a pretty good matchup. I can see that happening, but I just really care. I'm more interested yeah, here. Um, unfortunately, I do think Michigan's going to end up winning that one, but I do think an optimal result to this year's Natty at this point would be TCU winning. Mm-hmm. Just fuck all the other teams. Right. Yeah. But of those two, which do you think can beat Georgia? Uh, I mean, realistically, I'm not sure any of them will, but... I think Michigan could. Isn't like, is Corum back yet? No, but I'm looking at it defensively, right? Michigan hasn't been given up like a shit ton of yardage like other teams have. Although, let's be real. We don't know how it's going to be because everyone who plays Georgia this year apparently just decides to go full retard when they get on the field. So it's kind of a moot point at this point because we don't know which version of the team will show up. Um, uh, Rose Bowl is going to be Penn State and Utah State, the actual winners of the Pac-12. Uh, that not, I, not Utah State, Utah. Did I say right. Utah State? You did. I remember. Um, yeah, I don't know where the hell Utah State is on this. No, not even being it. Um, I can't remember the record off the top of my head. I really couldn't give a shit about like Penn State. Um, oh wow, Snorefest. Don't care. Yeah. Uh, USC, who lost the Pac-12, will be playing Tulane. Man, seeing Tulane in the Cotton Bowl is kind of wild a little bit, you know? Oh, they did win their championship game. They did, and they won handily, too. Fucking, who did they play? Uh, UCF, I think? Yep, UCF yeah. beat them 45-28. to Man, I love seeing that because I fucking hate UCF. Um, uh, well, this is the one I'm going to be in. Alabama and Kansas State in the Sugar Bowl in New Orleans. Our record in the Sugar Bowl is pretty good. Pretty pretty decent. It's not great, but it's not terrible either. So Now, do you think your boys that are looking to get drafted are going to be playing? <sighs> Bryce might. Bryce might. I think everyone else won't, but I think Bryce will. Right. I think that's, Bryce... That's the one disappointment, really, with bowl games is... Yeah, the people don't. The people sit out because oh no, I, I get injuries and drafts mm-hmm. come up. Yeah, it is. It is. It's a heartbreaker, and I really, I don't know that that he will play. I'm just that's kind of just me coat posting a little bit because I want him to play. Because right. I've said before, like I, I feel so far sorry for Bryce. He should have had two back to back rings essentially, but mm-hmm. fucking ain't nobody got hands. Ain't nobody got hands. Uh, I don't know if we talked about it last week, but a bunch of a bunch of Bama players hopped in the transfer portal. Uh, Holden's out. Um, oh shit, who who else was out? We lost we lost a couple of our wide receivers, except it was the wide receivers who were dropping all the fucking balls. 
So, oh, so the shit savers. Yeah, there? yeah, yeah. So it was kind of one of those things like, oh, it's sad to see you go. Do you need help packing? Sorry. Um, it's just it's frustrating, man. It's just it's just really frustrating. The whole the whole past two seasons have been awful. Like we have a generational talent, and I'm using that in the correct way, not like they've been using it about some fucking people lately. Um, with the Bryce, and it just hurts, man. It's it hurts to have him gone. I know Sanderson's pretty good. Uh, it is going to hurt real bad to see Jason Milrow. Uh, no, what's the name? Jamal? Jalen? Milrow? Jalen. Jalen. Yeah. I should know. Like, like 90% of black guys these days are named Jalen. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why that's such a popular name all of a sudden, but uh, it's, it's going to suck seeing Jalen Milrow starting against K-State, but it is what it is. Uh, here's one, just one you're interested in. I actually, we laughed at this the other week, but it turned out to actually happen. Clemson and Tennessee in the Orange Bowl, and it truly will be um, an Orange Bowl. It will, and with the dicking Clemson gave to North Carolina and Hooker being out, I'm not too confident about that one. Because mm-hmm. this is we'll talk about when we get here into talking about scores and stuff. The DJ ukulele situation seems to have been settled. Right, um, and I suspect... Uh, Cade Klubnik will definitely be starting because there's no worry about him getting drafted. So. Yeah, 100%. And and if he's playing... <laughs> it might it might get dirty. It might, yeah. Uh, but that's uh, that's the New Year's Six. We're going into our other bowl games here. Uh, we got LSU versus Purdue. I mean, LSU got absolutely donkey-dicked in the SEC Championship. It was embarrassing. Uh, honestly, I think just I, based on that, they shouldn't even have gotten a bowl. But that's just my opinion. So, yeah, unfortunately, that's not how it works. Mm, well, it should be. The Reli- what the fuck is the ReliaQuest ball? That's not a real thing. I just made that up. Uh, Mississippi State versus Illinois. That'll be that'll be all right. One Mike Leach and old fatty up there playing. That'll be pretty good. Uh, Music City Bowl is Iowa versus Kentucky. Uh, Arizona Bowl, Ohio, uh, not the Ohio, just Ohio versus Wyoming. Man, oh, oh, is that the fucking barstool? Yeah, it's the barstool ball. Ugh. Fucking gross. Yeah, I hate those guys. Uh, Gator Bowl is South Carolina and Notre Dame. That could be interesting. Like, that could be interesting to see. Like, is Spencer Rattler still on whatever bullshit he's on? And can Notre Dame figure out how to stop? Um, Sun Bowl, Pittsburgh versus UCLA. Don't care. My personal favorite bowl right here, the Duke's Mayo Bowl. Uh, Maryland versus NC State. Um, now, ta- I, I, last that we talked about Maryland, I believe Talia Takavailoa had gotten hurt, and I'm I'm wondering. I'll have to look into that to see if he's actually healthy again. Uh, if he's healthy again, that, that that's a good game. But otherwise, I don't fucking care. Uh, Alamo Bowl, Texas versus Washington, the Cheese It Bowl, Florida State versus Oklahoma. Big shout out to Florida State, of course, being bowl eligible. And I believe this win will put them at 10 wins if they can manage to win, of course, uh, which is very impressive for, you know, first year under a new coach. The Pinstripe Bowl, Syracuse and Minnesota. Wow, that's who cares? Incredible. Yeah. Oh, boy. That's some big Midwest action right there. Uh, Texas Bowl is Texas Tech versus Ole Miss. That game will probably have at least 120 points total. 
Holiday Bowl is North Carolina versus Oregon. Eh, that might be okay. Liberty Bowl, Arkansas versus Kansas. Oh, God. Oh, man. That one's going to be a rough one. That's like, that's like the who, who shouldn't even have been here bowl. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Military Bowl, which I don't think I've ever heard of, is Duke, uh, UCF. Don't care. Just want UCF to lose. Fuck them. Yeah, you did not win that national championship in 2017. Fuck you. Guaranteed rate ball, Wisconsin versus Oklahoma State. I don't really have anything on that. I don't feel like we talked about Wisconsin once this year. Like at all. I will I win at all. Well, they must have won at least six. They're in a ball game. <laughs> I, am, I mean, I'm just thinking about it now. Like, holy shit, we have not. Oh, isn't that where uh Luke Fickle is going? Is it? Maybe. Yeah. Huh. We talked about them so like last week. Oh, okay. Well, who cares? Yeah, they went six and six this year. Oh, well, look at this. The Birmingham Bowl is a directional matchup. East versus Coastal Carolina. Obviously pulling for my chance. Big chance guy, by the way. Big chance guy. Um, First responder bowl. Utah State versus Memphis. Oh, okay. Yeah, Utah State is in this. Okay, good for them. Uh, the Camellia Bowl, Buffalo versus Georgia. Oh, man, we're getting towards the bottom of the barrel here, ain't we? Uh, Buffalo sure versus are. Georgia Southern. Quick Lane Bowl, uh, Bowling Green versus New Mexico State. I'm just going to skip a lot of these. We don't give a shit. Uh, I will note, where are we? Yeah, where's oh. uh, Southern Miss? Oh, man. I had to scroll down real far to find another SEC team. Woof. Florida playing on December 17th might be one of the most embarrassing things I've heard about all, all year. An SEC team playing a bowl that early in the season. That's embarrassing, bro. That is embarrassing. Anyway, they'll be in the Las Vegas Bowl versus Oregon State. Uh, yeah, and then, of course, my Southern Miss Golden Eagles will be playing Rice in the Lending Tree Bowl in Mobile, Alabama. Uh, that's not a far that's trip exciting. for us. Yeah, that's not a far trip for us. Mo- Hattiesburg to Mobile is not far. I wanted to. I wanted to. I'm gonna skip the rest of them because it's like who gives a shit? Mac teams, but there's a Jimmy Kimmel L.A. Bowl. That is so cringe. What? Ah, oh, no. Uh, uh-uh. that's. Well, no, we're not doing that. We're not doing that. So, uh, yeah. So we'll get into it. We'll talk about it. Uh. So to start off Friday night, we had the Pac-12 championship game in the Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas that they paid, what, $8 million, $8 billion for or something? It's a nice stadium. That was a lot. It was a lot of money. Uh, yeah, so I think we hyped this one up and said, like, oh, this could be Kayla Williams' Heisman moment. You know, this could be it. This could be the one that puts him uh, at the front of the pack. And if the Heisman voters watch just the first half, uh... Yeah, maybe, actually, uh, possibly. But if they watch the second half, no, not really. This was a tale. This game was a tale of two halves. USC was looking pretty decent in the first half, and it was it was very competitive. Even Kayla Williams was looking good. But they came out of the locker room and only scored one more time, and that was in garbage time. Yeah, and so what really happened here is Kayla Williams like hurt his ankle yeah. a bit but like not enough to take him out but enough to reduce his mobility and it very much showed how you take away Caleb Mil- uh, uh, Williams like running ability and this homeboy is yeah. falling apart yeah 
And that's what we've talked about. We've worn before with these one-dimensional quarterbacks like that. Not great. Not great. Cameron Rising, Utah. Though. Uh, so USC, it's like something like I want to say sixty-four and five in games they have a two two-figure ten-point lead or more in, mm-hmm. and four of their five losses are to Utah. Yeah, yeah, it's some crazy voodoo that just Utah absolutely has their number. Um, but yeah, I, I was completely blown away by this because going into halftime, I was like, man, boy, we got a game right here. And then they came out, and I, I know, as you said, Caleb got hurt, and he, it was, it was hard to watch. He was limping pretty much the entire time after that, after that uh, injury. Um, yeah. But yeah, they just they could not figure anything out, and Utah capitalized on it heavily. So uh, yeah, it was rough. Um, it's got to hurt for USC, you know, sitting there right at the doorstep of the playoffs, and then that one loss, and I mean, they they dropped them down well, to. Uh, 10th i believe they lost to utah twice this season so get fucked yeah (laughs) yeah utah was like you know i don't think we need i don't think the pac-12 needs to be in the playoffs fuck you has there been a pac-12 team in the playoffs yet trying to rack my brain here i don't think so yeah i don't think if it was it's like oregon or something no oregon hasn't been that good recently yeah no this was this was a rough game to watch uh but it's the Pac-12. Who cares? Briefly touch on these two. What the fuck are they? Oh, con- one. Okay, so one is just like a Mac game. So the it's Mac stupid. is just still. And I just want to give a shout out. I'm not going to get too deep into this, but shout out to Buffalo, who had to beat a two and ten acrid team just to break even at 500 on their season, and they only won by one point. Man, pretty legit. <laughs> Woof. That that's that's rough, man. That's rough. Uh, we have the Conference USA Championship, at utter blowout by UTSA. I mean, I, I don't really know what to say about that. It's the Conference USA. It's barely an FCS or FBS conference. I didn't even know those guys existed. Mm. All right, Saturday. <sighs> I don't want to talk about this. Hey, well, I'll talk about the important stuff from the SEC Championship game. So this, obviously well, Georgia won. I, I'm just gonna say this was a terrible game. If you it was, hate Georgia. and uh, of course, Jaden Daniels got hurt. Uh, yeah. I don't know, like maybe halfway through the game or something. Uh huh. So then LSU had to put in their boy Garrett Nussmeyer. How the fuck you want to pronounce that? Nussmeyer. I'm white. Sorry about it. Uh, and this guy was slinging it. Yeah, he's pretty decent. And- it didn't work out perfectly for them, but like LSU did go on a little bit of a comeback until mm-hmm. Georgia, you know, kind of stomped on them more. Uh-huh. But uh, yeah, I mean, I still don't believe in uh, Georgia's offense very much. No, I think I think that's a big flaw that could lead to them losing. And that's why I'm confident about Michigan, right? Because I right. feel like. Of all the teams in the playoffs, Michigan has the most complete defense to be able to mount something against them. Because Stetson Maybe. Bennett, despite all the praise he gets, he's painfully mid, right? Yeah. Like even you look at the stats, and if you take away the four touchdowns, which again, a lot of those were just you know like uh, short passes in the red zone. Twenty-three for twenty-nine, two hundred seventy-four yards, 
that's okay. That's good. But it's not crazy numbers or anything, especially not for the praise he keeps getting. So, Yeah, I mean, uh, LSU had double the receiving yards. Yeah. Well, that Nugmire guy was slinging, that's why. Yeah. Hmm. A lot of fucking kernels in this popcorn. I hate that. Hold on. I'm going to pull fucking kernels out of my teeth. Hold on. No, we're good. Uh, yeah, no, fuck LSU. And Georgia. So. Yep. Um, <laughs> man. This Big Ten game. Woof. Uh, I mean, Purdue, they put up 22 points. You know, good for them. Yeah, um, Purdue had... Purdue had a legitimate chance, uh, like going into the fourth quarter, but they just couldn't get it into the end zone. They kept settling for field goals, and yeah. they just ended up falling behind because of that. I feel like on the year, this was Michigan's weakest game. I mean, JJ McCarthy, absolute embarrassing stats 11 for 1,761 yards, three touchdowns, but a pick. Um, Edwards, who. JJ McCarthy's never been that hot though. Michigan's definitely sure. been a run game first team. That's what I was gonna say. And Donovan Edwards, who is kind of I guess stepping in for uh Corum a little bit, twenty five carries for one hundred and eighty five yards and a touchdown. That's that's pretty good. Honestly, that's it pretty is, good. But it's not Corum good. Purdue. But yeah, yeah, it is Purdue, who I think even within the Big Ten had a pretty middling defense. So, um, yeah, Michigan. Oh, just a big shout out here. Uh, a little bit of the disparity I noticed down here. Purdue had 27 first downs to Michigan 17, and yet almost like had half <laughs> half their scores. Man, I mean, I mean they, they kept stalling out with field yeah, goals. They won that's, two, yeah. five field goals in the game. Yeah, and that's that's kind of that's kind of what I mean about it, Michigan's defense. Is like as I said, like I think this was one of their weaker games defensively this year, but. Even then, once, you know, when they get in the goal, when they get in the red zone, you ain't moving them. That's what keeps, that's what keeps me uh, hopeful up against uh, Georgia. Of course, I, that's assuming that they beat uh, TCU. So. Uh, speaking of TCU, Kansas State, man, this one was a thriller, wasn't it? Uh, literally an overtime thriller, yeah. Uh, so, Duggan, obviously, was kind of the... Uh, promised one of this game i'm gonna pull up this guy's picture because he is a strange looking fella he is an he is an odd looking dude kind of a wide u-shaped face yeah uh. and so mid-game where when tcu was like coming back and whatnot because kansas state was up for most of the game oh yeah uh there was this is how reactionary the media is these days it's like oh dug in for heisman now yeah putting his heisman case like geez. yeah and they lost in overtime yeah well i mean what really happened here was k-state's secondary just like gave up i mean legitimately there was just points where tcu would get some little breakaway down the sideline and the oh, second it was like fully wide open receivers. yeah and the secondary would just stand there on you know the safeties were standing there like hands on the hips and went well i missed that one. Oh well we'll get him next time it's like fucking run after him <laughs> do something holy shit they let them they let them come back i'm i'm honestly convinced that they just said you know <laughs> fuck it this isn't fun enough let's get let's let them get it close again and then we'll win god and then uh tcu went with the very bold let's go for it on fourth down and overtime yeah failed I mean, and a field goal later, they lost. 
you kind of respect it a little bit. Go for the jugular, but at the same time, you know. I will say the only thing about this game that was really notable for TCU was Duggan, though. I mean, he did kind of put the team on his back. Number one in passing and rushing yards. That's pretty sure, cool. I mean, I'd love to see if he wasn't number one in passing, but well, you know what I mean. Um, you love to see a quarterback mobile like that, but again, you know, Kansas State kind of just was. Kansas State really just showed up and was like, eh, we might play football. Who knows? Uh, speaking of people who played up and showed up and kind of played football, <laughs> fucking the Tar Heels, man. What happened here? I thought this was going to be competitive, but Drake May just showed up and went, eh, eh. So uh, the takers. It kind of is, yeah. It's just, I got to start saying really nice things about Georgia, I guess. Yeah, Drake May, 2642, 268 yards and two interceptions. Wow, man, he fucking sucked. Ah, uh, but yeah, the real story here is how Dabo finally, you know, I don't know what loyalty it was he had to ukulele, what it was, but he finally said, enough is enough. Cade, you're in. And Cade yep. slung it 20 for 24 for almost 300 yards, a touchdown, and averaging 11.6 yards a pass. That is great numbers. Now, North Carolina isn't anything special, but... Right, but you also have to consider, like, uh, DJ Ukulele was the starter for this game, right. three and out twice before getting benched, so... Right. Our boy Klubnik here did this without getting first player starters. Right. Probably didn't, practice. probably wasn't getting all the reps in practice, you know, just what he usually got. You know, it, was, it wasn't in that mindset. He had to come in almost practically cold, right? Unless right. they're, unless behind the scenes they were kind of saying, you know, make sure you're warm going into this, make sure you're mentally prepared, but. Yeah, no. Clay Kubnick is uh, something else, and I think that's what you were saying about the y'all's bowl game, the Orange Bowl. It's like he he could legitimately just shred your defense. Yeah. So. And just Clemson in general next year, if he plays elite the whole time, that'll be a scary team. Yeah, what is he? He is a freshman. Wow, look yep. at that. Where's he out of Austin, Texas? He's a pretty normal-looking guy, I guess. Hmm. I don't know. That smile's a little creepy. Actually, hold on. I don't know if you I don't know if you're seeing what I'm seeing, but that's that's not a great hairline, man. That's a rough hairline. I am seeing that. <sighs> kind of thinning on the sides, too. That's rough, man. That's rough. For what? Someone like what? Night twenty or something? Also shout out What? If he's a normal freshman, he's no more than nineteen. Yeah, something like that. Shout out to the uh, Clemson quarterback room. It's just white boy, white boy, white boy, white boy, ukulele, white boy. <laughs> Davo certainly has a type. Although, not really, because, I mean, I guess, you know, he had Deshaun Watson, so. Speaking of, I know we'll talk about Deshaun Watson here in a little bit, but that this is a re relative story. Do you, I don't know if you were big into football at the time, but do you remember the time when Deshaun was playing for Clemson and Davo, like, baptized him midfield? Uh, I was not watching college football then, though. So Dabo, obviously, is a good Christian man, of course, and that's extremely based. Um, but 
uh, you know, he's kind of, I, I think he may be like one of those like evangelical type kind of, you know, hardcore people. And right. it's obviously something that he teaches his, his, uh, his, uh, players. And I, I don't know it, like if Deshaun had like some, you know, coming to God moment or something, but Dabo literally got like one of those big like trough feeders and filled it full of water and baptized Deshaun on the field during practice, which that at the time, bizarre. which at the time was extremely based. Apparently however, it didn't work out too well. Yeah, <laughs> that was exactly what I was about to say. However, knowing what we know, um, oof, oof is uh, as we say. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 Anyway, speaking of oof, fuck UCF. They got absolutely hammered in this game, man. They just got absolutely Tulane. I don't want to call them like a team of destiny because I don't like what is your destiny to go play in the fucking sugar bowl or sorry, cotton bowl. Like, okay, that's cool. Uh, It is great to see them like win like this. The AC has been, you know, kind of playing really well for the past couple of years. But UCF is just fucking I, you know, the Gus bus is uh, it ain't got many wheels left at this point. And they turn the ball over three damn times, too. And still yeah. beat the shit out of UCF. So, um, you know who did beat Tulane this year? Who's that? Uh, your boys. Oh, I keep forgetting that. Yeah. So, by transitive property, then that means that. Despite being in the Sun Belt, <laughs> you are the Amer- American Athletic uh, Championships. Uh huh. Yep, and that's that's UCF rules. But I didn't actually realize they already played UCF, and it was a real tight game. That's funny. Just a month later, and then they just blow the shit out of him. Eh, football's crazy, man. It sure is. Anyway, who gives a shit about the ACC? Uh, the MAC Championship. Toledo beat the. Oh my god! What a thriller! Yeah, I was about to say, holy! Look at this. There was seven to zero, right? Three seven zero zero seven. Oh my god, what a snore fest! Fuck this. I don't like that talk about that. Fuck the Mac. Um, Sun Belt, fun belt. Uh, my chance got absolutely ravaged by Troy. You do not like to see it in any capacity. Uh, you do like kind of like to see it though, because Troy is from Alabama, so it is what it is. Uh, Mountain West Conference, Fresno State, who I didn't even know was doing that good this year, uh, kind of put it on Boise State. And then, what What the fuck? New Mexico State. Boise State's blue field. Yeah. We'll, we'll blame it on that. Uh, New Mexico State played like a random game that I didn't even know happened versus uh, Valpar- Valparaiso. The fuck is Valparaiso? Valparaiso Beacon. What? In the Pioneer Football League. Oh, the, is that oh, even FBS? No, that's FCS. Man. Okay. So Oof. interesting game to cap off championship weekend. Yeah, that's a weird one. Whatever. Yeah, and that was uh that was the game. So apparently there was some FB FCS championship stuff, but eh, who cares? Uh we don't talk about that here. I did see a little bit of this news over here, you know, uh and then I did have uh, one other thing I wanted to rant about. Deion Sanders did indeed go to Colorado. I don't yep. really, I don't really super duper know how I feel about that. I, I mean, yeah, it is an upgrade because Jackson State's in the SWAC. That's essentially an FCS conference. Uh, Colorado is technically in a Power Five conference. 
but um, I'm they're like, just a dog shit team. Like, you know, I like Dion. I think he's a good guy, but I, I thought like the Jackson State thing was kind of like a custom fit thing for him because he's just he's like this real big personality in the black community. Swack is an HBCU. Like he he did the whole thing. You know, Jackson loved him. It was great. And, Am I being racist? Like, does that translate to fucking Colorado, right? Like, does he go uh, there and does yeah, that... I don't, I don't know if the energy is the same. That's what I'm saying. Like, the swag, right, has just this... Forgive me for saying it, but, like, swag to it, you know? Like, they got this huge culture. You know, the bands get out there and they be jiving. And it, it's just... It's crazy. It's something else. It's on a whole different level. But Colorado, like... <laughs> what's their what's their thing they, yeah fucking, i see what you're saying like colorado it's just like i just that doesn't there's even other schools like if you'd said dion to like lsu i'd been like yeah fuck yeah that makes perfect sense dion to auburn yeah sure that even makes sense hell dion to florida i'd go yeah okay sure i see that but colorado i don't yeah. know man i mean i guess time will tell Time, time will tell. It'll be it, if he can do there what he did at Jackson State. It'll be amazing. But I just, it just, I just don't think that. I just don't think the culture transfers because it's just hard. Like where, where is Colorado, the University of Colorado? Like what town is it in? Do you know off the top of your head? I don't. If I had to guess, I'd say like Boulder or some shit. Uh, it might be, but I think there's also University of Colorado. Let's see, uh, no, it's got no. four campuses. Boulder, it's in Boulder, I think. Yeah, Boulder. Yeah, it's in Boulder. Okay, uh, okay. How many people even fucking live in Boulder? A lot. Oh, okay. That's a bigger town than I thought it was. But still, you know, like that's just. I don't think like when you. Th well, I was about to. I was about to go off on something, and I thought. Uh, I was gonna say I don't think when I hear Boulder I don't think Party Town, but you know what I don't think that when I hear fucking Jackson Mississippi either. So, you know, no, yeah, <laughs> Jackson fucking sucks. Oh my god, it's a terrible city. Uh, but yeah, the other thing I wanted to rant about was this here, and this isn't really even directly a football thing, but uh, Chris the Bear Felica is leaving Game Day for Fox. Ah, uh, this. <laughs> All right. So first off, I've never watched Fox's Game Day, right? Uh, Neither Yeah, I don't think a lot of people have. They exclusively like follow like Big Ten teams. In fact, if I can find where it said it, uh, it yeah, aren't they like Big Noon Game Day or something? Big some Noon shit? Kickoff, yeah, and they only go to the game. Oh, here it is. Unlike its ESPN competitor, Big Noon Kickoff only travels, travels to campuses of games they are broadcasting, and almost exclusively games they air at noon, which sometimes dilutes the big part of Big Noon Kickoff. Case in point, this year, the show traveled to four games showcasing Indiana or Iowa playing. The average margin of victory in this game was 30 points. Like, That's so dog shit. Well, and it's the same, so <clears throat> this, this let me get off on a little side tangent here just for a second, and then I'll come back. It's the same thing with CBS's coverage of college football shifting from SEC to also Big Ten. When you hear that fucking CBS music play, right? That is just 
life energy, right? That hypes you up. That track goes hard because you know you are about to watch a fucking classic. All-time classics. Uh, the the As much as I hate it, but everyone else loves it, you know, the Kick 6, CBS, SEC on CBS. Uh, yep. All the great, like, huge Iron Bowls, SEC on CBS. All the great... Um, SEC championships, SEC on CBS, all the great Alabama LSU games of the past couple of years where it's just been absolute fucking slobber knockers, SEC CBS, all the great upsets against Alabama, SEC on CBS. There is nothing on the week to week in the Big 12 even remotely like that. The game, the game, maybe at the end of the year. Yeah, it's explosive sometimes. But, you know, it's very different for you to hear that music, for that music to hit. And Gary Danielson and the other guy who nobody cares about um, <laughs> say, you know, welcome to Kyle Field on a balmy, you know, October day for Alabama versus, you know, Texas A&M. And, you know, it's absolutely going to fucking blow up. And then now you're going to transfer it into, you know, welcome to Happy Valley, where it's currently negative 20 and Penn State is playing Illinois, who's currently two and seven. Like, yeah, yeah, great. That's fucking great, dude. Amazing. But this is the same. And I, I, I don't know where it said in this article, but it said it's some here. People watch Big Noon kickoff because they don't like ESPN's quote-unquote ESPN or uh, SEC bias. That is so cringe. Why do you think they're fucking biased to the SEC? Because the SEC goes fucking hard. Like, okay. Yeah. Like, okay, I'll give it to the Big Ten. They've had had some decent games this year. They did. Uh, Illinois had some decent games. Michigan had some decent games. But... They're nothing it's not the sec's fault that they're considerably higher ranked in football than and it's other. not even just higher ranked like i would rather watch two losing sec teams play than two losing big 10 teams because even sec teams when they're playing like shit still play way better because it's just i mean i hate to be cringe with like the commercials but it literally just does mean more in the sec like it really does it really does like, for instance, name name one Big Ten game this year, other than the game, right, that had as much both uh, implications and as much writing on it as the third Saturday in October and also lived up to the hype. Can't. 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 Not a single thing. And, you know, it says here, you know, Tom Rinaldi is already gone. He went to Fox. He's been doing... Um, I think he's doing NFL now, actually. I think. I want to say he's doing sideline stuff in the NFL. Uh, don't quote me on that, though. Uh, they yeah, lost Tom they, Rinaldi, you said? Tom Rinaldi, yeah. I've, I've seen him uh, on the sideline. Yeah, I believe he is. I've seen him on the sideline, but I'm just not certain if it was NFL or something else. Yeah, uh, he's, he's a sideline for Fox in the NFL. Yeah, okay. That's what I thought. But it's just... <laughs> I mean, I'm not an ESPN guy. I don't give a shit about them. I kind of think they suck too in their own way. But I am a I am a huge college game day guy. I love college game day. I live for college game day. Right? I love it. Yeah, now, they 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 put on a good show. They put on one of the best shows. I will say this: I will not miss Chris Felica. I did not like him at all. Um, he always I I don't I don't even know how to like phrase it. 
but he always came off as a little bit of a crybaby to me. Like he wanted, he, and I know like the crew liked him and you know, his betting stuff is fine. And that's actually what he's going to do over at Fox. Now he's going to kind of be like the betting guy. And yeah, everyone loved that. But it just seems like he was always trying to like imply himself into like the, the cast. And he just, right. I'm just gonna be real. I don't like him because he's fat. I'm just gonna be real. I'm just gonna come out and say it. I don't like him because he's I mean, fat. That- and I don't like seeing valid. his fat face. Yeah, I don't like seeing his fat face. I'm sorry. I'm just, there it is. I don't like it. So, good riddance. Fuck you. And I hope they actually, you know who I think they'll probably get to replace him? Uh, I don't know if you watch like Sports Center before game day on Saturday mornings, but there's a guy on there and his name's not coming to me. I know his dog's name because that's like his running bit. He has his dog on the show with him, but he's also like a huge betting guy. I could see him taking his place. Um, uh, just as the betting guy, Chris Felica also acted as a um, like a producer, like a segment producer too. I don't think he'd take that over. I think they'll just give that to some guy who will, you know, kind of be behind the scenes. But uh, I can see him because he's younger. He's younger. He's not fat. Um, right. And they're they're definitely like you can already tell they're starting to like gear up game day to kind of like transition from being kind of the old game day to a newer. That's why they brought Pat McAfee on board. Um. They brought the the fucking I can't remember the two other people's names, the annoying like half black girl and then the other white guy. They brought on their younger. They're definitely trying to like appeal to younger hipper people. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Fuck Chris Flika, you're an asshole and you're fat. Like, Who wasn't cares? Game day, like the most watched game day of any year this year. I think yeah, I I think it was, and I think it continues to be like every single year. It just keeps getting bigger. And there was yeah. a there was a tweet in that actually that was interesting. And you know, it, we'll we'll do a little bit of unity chatting here for a second. It was cool. They were talking about I, I don't know what week specifically it was, but talking about how there was four over four million people watching game day and big noon kickoff, and how extraordinary that is because. Like three years ago, four million people weren't even watching the noon game. Like, forget the pregame. They weren't even <laughs> like it's just it just proves how huge college football has uh, started to get over the past decade. So it's just good to see. Uh, and we'll say this: I'm okay with big noon kickoff getting bigger and providing some sort of like you know competition to game day because if there's right, anything, it'll make game day better. Exactly. Because if there's anything in literally any industry, entertainment or otherwise, is stagnation. And that that's the worst. You always want competition. You always want, you know, someone out there, you know, poking and prodding at you saying, hey, I'm right here. What you going to do to get ahead of me? Because as it stands, yes, game day does still have the majority, but big noon kickoff is creeping up on them. So uh, it'll be interesting to see. So. It will. That's it for college. Uh, well, there's there are a few more news points I want to touch on. Oh, really? Uh, okay. Yeah. So your boy Michael Pernix, Penix, Penix. Oh yes, I did see that. He announced he's coming back next year, so I think he was up in the air if he was remaining or not. Well, that's interesting because I mean they had a pretty decent year. I'm wondering if he thinks we can, we can really make a run for it next year. Right. And then the other one is, I know you said that's uh, super embarrassing for Florida how early their bowl game is, but what might be even a bit more embarrassing is uh, oh, their no. backup quarterback. Oh, no. It's a bit, it got uh, yeah. arrested for being a bit of a pedophile. 
well yeah um yeah he he and the story like on it's on the surface is bad enough but then the details just make that a little extra worse so do you have his do you have his name on hand right now uh, i can find it real fast all right well oh boy yeah he's a backup he was uh did he start in not start but he did did he even actually get many reps in any games uh i have no idea but uh jalen kitna was the name Okay. Yeah. I, well, who who took uh, Richardson's place after he got hurt? Bro, you think I follow Florida football that close? Uh, yeah. Okay. Fair. 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 Um, yeah, I, I can't tell you off the top of my head either. But yeah, I don't, I'm not. I haven't. I don't. I don't think I heard that name all year, so I'm not certain he actually got any reps. But no, uh, yep. he had he had ten passes. I guess it was him. Oh. Okay. Well. <laughs> woof. Uh, <laughs> that's not great. So, old boy, apparently from his side of the story find some pictures online and post them to i kid you not discord where apparently mm -hmm. everyone else went bro dog <laughs> bro this is sus as shit and he was like well i don't really nothing wrong with it uh and then discord shockingly reported it to the police because it was apparently uh csam child sexual abuse material so that's great uh good yeah. for him he's fucked so like it's bad enough but the discord aspect of it makes it just that much worse you know it really does it really does like imagine losing your whole career because you pay you you like you copy pasted some underage looking shit into discord man that's woof woof indeed i mean all right moving on to nfl yeah, though. yeah fuck fuck this guy yeah uh i mean decent slate of game yeah, did you want to talk about talking about because uh, you had some notes here for um, to talk about uh, Brady and Kyler Murray? Oh right, let me find that. Yeah. All right, we'll start off with the Brady rumors. So a lot of rumors going around that Brady will still play next year despite his whole gigantic Fox contract waiting for him. Mm -hmm. There's also rumors going around that supposedly Brady wants to go back to the Pats, which. And the Pats want him back as well, which, I mean, I don't know about that, but... Uh, man. I heard the rumors, so I gotta <sighs> talk about it. Man, fuck off. Like, literally, fuck off. <laughs> Listen, I, I know your boy Mac is there, but the fuck rumors off. existed, so I had fuck to bring off. them up on the show. Because that's the thing, like, okay, so you go back to the Pats, sure, whenever, but the Pats still have their own fucking problems. You're not going to yep. just go back and automatically win a Like, I know Tom Brady is good. He is. He's great. He's one of the best quarterbacks of all time. But you're not that fucking good. The only reason you've been that fucking good at Tampa Bay was because the first two years you were there, literally, you called in every favor you that anyone owed you and had, like, ten guys come back to surround yourself with, and you just dragged you to victory. Well, not dragged you to victory, but helped you to victory. And then now that you're essentially having to operate on your own terms, right, without your superstar, like, ten-star, you know, receivers and tight ends... Well, he's still got the receivers, but I think the big I, the big problem with the Bucks, in my opinion, despite their whole run game issues, is what Brady absolutely thrives is those middle of the field passes, like the classic middle of the field passes of Gronk. Yeah, and no one on the Bucks is playing that role for him, so yeah. he's being forced to do the sideline passes, which not which are not as high strength. No. Man, that pissed me off so bad. Like, but yeah, no, I, I don't think he'll actually end up going back to the Pats, but I heard that rumor, and I knew it would rile you up a bit, so I had to Hey, I had you know, to what, you know where he could go? 
Uh, same division. Same division. I don't think he's going to the Saints. Ah, come on. It's great this time of year in New Orleans. It's only like 100 degrees. All right. What about the Kyler Murray news? So. Patrick Peterson, currently a Viking, formerly a Cardinal, was on his podcast and was he basically talked massive shit about Kyler Murray and talked about how Kyler Murray just doesn't give a shit about anyone but himself. Yeah, which, I get that. Uh, very much track. Yeah, I, 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 so, I mean, I've said for a while. Supposedly they talked him, so. after it and like they, you know, reconciled, but I don't know. Kyler piece of shit. And See, with those things, and... it's like you hear a lot of those. Like someone says something, they you know, then they reconcile with people, and it's like, oh yeah, I'm sorry for saying that. Yeah, but you said it in the first place. You know what I mean? Yep. So I'm gonna take like, what you originally said as fact. Patrick Peterson was a longtime Cardinal. Played with Kyler for multiple years, and like, I don't think he would just be saying that just for attention, without yeah. there being some fact behind. It. Yeah. No, I, 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 I fully believe it. Fuck Kyler Murray. I, I've never liked him. Yeah. Well, anyway, getting into the actual game. Yeah. Speaking of the Pats. Uh, yep, Bill's Pats. Uh, Bill's got away with another win. Say so got away because they're still not looking as good as they used to. But uh, they did still win. Mm-hmm. Uh, going into this game, the Bills had not punted against the Patriots in like three games. So it's nice for the Patriots to break that streak, I guess. That was nice for them, yeah. Uh, I mean, I th- personally, I think Mac Jones looked decent, but like the, the Pats have just so many problems. That... Mac Jones has the same problem that Bryce Young has, though. His receivers just have no hands. Sure. I mean, I'd say that's a bigger issue on the Giants, but we'll get to that. Well, and the bigger issue probably for the Pats is their O line. Which was not great because they came into this, what, down two tackles, I think? Yeah, many such cases. Yeah. So, I mean, Mac was just running for his life every single snap. And that was without Von Miller, so. Yeah. If Von oh, Miller yeah. wasn't put on IR, it would be a big Dude, game. they had so many people out this game. Uh, yeah, common issue in the NFL. Not a huge fan of it. Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, not super eventful game overall. Bills won. They're back at the number one seed in, uh, in the AFC, thanks to the Bengals, which we'll get to in a bit. Uh, so getting to Sunday, though, Steelers-Falcons. Uh, low-scoring affair. Falcons suck dick. Steelers, not great. Uh, but I guess the Steelers won. I didn't really watch this game. I was, uh... Pickett looked good, didn't it? Yeah, Pickett, did. Pickett looked decent. I think Pickett will do. I think he'll be a decent starter as he develops more in the NFL. My family was visiting during the one o'clock game, so we were like oh, at okay. a sports bar watching these. Oh, nice! It, it, like it would be nice, but apparently the sports bar we went to, like they only had really shit quality TVs. Oh no! As it's like, like they had a seventy-inch TV in like fucking four twenty p. What? Like, no. What am I watching? Yeah. What? That's that's that bush my league shit. Bush league. Like they had in their whole building maybe forty TVs, mm-hmm. 
but like maybe cut back on the budget for buying multiple TVs right. and instead buy high quality TVs. People can yeah. actually see what's going on. Uh, so, but yeah, that game was that game. The Packers apparently do still own the Bears. Uh, this game was not looking great for the Packers up until the fourth quarter, really. Where uh, Justin Fields collapsed. Big many shocker, such cases. Uh, many such cases. Big shocker when he needs to throw the ball. He doesn't really do all that much. Threw multiple picks to lose the game. And uh, I know this might be a shock to some people, but the Bears got eliminated from the playoffs before no. the Lions this year. No. Hate to see it. Uh, I mean, you kind of hate to see the Packers get another win, but again, they are 5-8, and eight, so mm-hmm. kind of based. A little bit. Uh, speaking of the Lions, they beat the shit out of the Jaguars. Oh god my damn. god, they did. Holy shit. And Goff went off in this game. What the fuck? Yeah, he did. Uh, It's not even like the Jaguars turned the ball over a bunch, like one fumble at the start of the game. And like, just goddamn, they just ran the ball down their throat the entire game. Which, uh, I don't actually think they punted at all. You know, the Lions didn't punt a single time this game. Scored on every drive. You'll love to see that. You really did, yeah. I don't know what that means for the Jaguars' defense, though, but... There's the fact that there's still a chance for the Lions to make the playoffs. That feels wrong. It does. I don't like it. Like it's week thirteen and the Lions can make the playoffs. It's not right. Just sitting just sitting there at the periphery. Just going soon. Uh so Jets Vikings. This game was a very close game. Uh yeah, that's the Jets shocking. had multiple shots to win. And failed both times. Mm. Where uh, they got to the one yard line. They had second and goal at the one. And turned it over on downs because they couldn't get one yard on three attempts. Mm. That's a pretty big oof. Uh, hell of a goal line stand, though. Yeah, and then uh, that was with like two minutes left in the game. And then they ended up getting the ball back. <laughs> and getting all the way down the field again and then throwing a pick. So. Mm. That's how they lost. If they had gotten in on either of those, they would have had a decent shot at winning. Which, like, even then, Mike White, a lot of yards. Yeah. Two interceptions, of course. No TDs passing, but still a lot of yards. Mm-hmm. I guess he did throw the ball 57 times. Good Lord. Oh, my God. And anyway, that's pretty good, because, I mean, he this is only his second start of the season. Yeah. Yeah, so... To come out and to come out and near about almost beat the Vikings, who were on a hell of a run. They are on a hell of a run. I mean, hey, yeah, no shame in that. I mean, yeah, you did lose, but yeah, you know, did lose. You are third in the division. But hey, got the moral victory though. Did, you know, they lost. There's no moral victory. Ah, uh, you're right. You're right. You're right. Uh, the tie of the week. Brutal game, lots of Oh mistakes. my god, we fucking Commander's tied? Guy. I didn't hear about they this. Did, they did tie. Oh my god. Uh, I mean, the Giants had this one in the bag and then just gave up chunk play after chunk play to let them tie up. Mm-hmm. It was brutal. Oh my, holy uh, shit, yeah. 
eight plays for 90 yards in under two minutes. Yeah. Woof. Wasn't a fan. Uh, I mean, it started off great. We got them to fourth and four at the, their own 27. Uh, now let's just give up a 20 yard pass. Let's yeah. Go, okay. <laughs> Who are you? Uh, Kansas State? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it went into overtime. Both teams kept fucking punting back and forth because they couldn't get in field goal range. <laughs> and then Jeez. we had a shot with a 58-yarder, which our kicker should be able to do a 58-yarder, but sure. unfortunately he was short. Nah. So we tied, and that's brutal. Play the Commanders again in two weeks. So. Yeah, well, redemption. Yeah, we'll see how the rematch goes. Sure. It's better a tie is better than a loss, of course, but it's not a win. Well, it's, yes, but as Coach Bear used to say, a uh, tie is like kissing your sister. So, yeah, pretty much. And of course, now he's talking about drops earlier and bad wide receivers are basically our single wide receiver, Darius Slayton. That's our best wide receiver, and he is second most drop rate in the NFL at fifteen. Oh no! Oh 15% no! Fifteen percent is a lot of drop passes. Oh no! And big shocker, in overtime, my boy Danny Dime placed a beautiful ball right into his hands that would get us into field goal range on like one play, mm-hmm. and he dropped it. Went right through his hands. Honestly, he might have gone for six, but he just dropped the ball, and we ended up punting. So that was nice. That felt good. Uh, Eagles beat the shit out of the Titans. Yeah, they did. <laughs> this was the game I watched, and it was just rough. It was another one of those, like you know, in in the in the first half, I was like, eh, you know, maybe, maybe, but then nah. Yeah. Uh, nah. Tannehill was the leading rusher for the Titans, and that seems like a very large problem. Wait, what? Yeah. I guess Henry what? got fully clamped down in this one. I don't know. Holy shit, he did 30 yards, 2.7 average? He, yeah, wow. Yo, his long was six yards. Oh, that's not good. It is not, no. This uh, this Titans team is has some serious problems. Can we get a shout-out quick to... uh? Philadelphia Eagles wide receiver Boston Scott. That's a good name. Boston. That is That's a good name. not what I expected him to look like. What the fuck? Okay. No. I thought that was going to be a white boy. <laughs> that is not a white boy. Okay. All right. Whatever. It is what it is. Right. Apparently he's a running back. What the fuck? Why was he? Oh, doing? yeah. He did. He did have a bunch of rushing attempts. What? Okay. Whatever. Maybe, maybe that's why he only had one reception, then. Maybe. Okay, whatever. Uh, the super dog shit game of the week. Broncos-Ravens. 9-10. to 10. Oh, no. Uh, the Ravens won with a last-second quarter. Oh, no. <laughs> How uh, fucking depressing. Big story of this game is that Lamar Jackson did get hurt. Oh, no. It's like, hurt his ankle. Oh, Huntley. I recognize that name. Yeah. Yeah, Tyler Huntley out of Utah. I remember that name. He played some last year. Uh, so okay. Lamar Jackson, this was a real early injury too. Like he, Lamar only had four pass attempts. So oh, that's how early it was. But uh, yeah, that's not great. Uh, I think his status is just like questionable now. It's not like a fully he's going to be out for a long time injury. What kind good, of injury but... was it? 
Um, let me see if I can find it. It was like he hurt his ankle or some shit. Mm. Yeah, many such cases. Let's see. Uh, I guess it was his knee, but okay. it's not a season ending, not a uh, season ending injury, and potentially back next week. So it was just a sprain. That's good. I mean, uh, the Broncos continue to be an incredible team on offense. Like, Russell Wilson, he played decently. I mean, he didn't throw a ton of passes, but 17-22 to 22 for 189 isn't terrible. Yeah. Well, yeah, that team sucks. Uh, so, you know, our in, speaking of sucking, Deshaun Watson. Ah, yes. So the Browns won this oh, game. Oh, no. <laughs> and if, if you look at the source of the points, a uh, 76-yard punt return touchdown, a four-yard fumble return touchdown, safety, six, 16-yard interception return touchdown, and then some field goals. <sighs> so my boy, my boy Deshaun Watson, 12 of 22, 131 yards and an interception, and he got uh, sacked for a safety. I think he needs Dabo to baptize him again because something's going on. So my boy, of course, he hasn't touched a field in 700 days or so. True. That is, that is a long time. Yeah. Definitely rusty. Probably, ha I don't think he's been able to practice with the team a lot because of his suspension. So maybe this is just uh, he's getting back into the system thing. Yeah, maybe just knocking the rust off, you know. Right. I mean, homeboy was very <laughs> good at football. I just saw the, the clip tactics. of that batted down ball. That, oh, man, woof. Not from, not from Watson, from Allen, but still. But yeah, but so Deshaun Watson comes into his former team's home for his NFL debut as a Brown post suspension and looks like hot dog shit. Yeah, well, he still won, though, so he did win. And that's all that matters. That is his, his leadership led to uh, special teams and two defensive touches. Sure. Yeah, let's go with that. Apparently, this Ram Seahawk game was close. It was kind of embarrassing for the Seahawks. Yeah, a little bit. Because <laughs> the Rams are really bad and have a backup quarterback throwing two picks. But who the wait? Who the fuck is their Walford? John Walford, John Walford at a Wake Forest. A Wake Forest. I have, for I have never heard that name before. Well, apparently they have a quarterback named Case Cookus on the team. <laughs> Case Cookus. What the fucking kind of name is Cookus? He looks goofy. Oh, that's dumb. That's stupid. It sure is. That's stupid. Uh, Geno Smith putting up the yards of 367 yards. Very nice. That's slang it, yeah. Decent completion, only one interception, you know. Geno do be slinging it. Uh, so. Yeah. We have to unfortunately move into the Dolphins game. Well, I just want to say though, real quick about Geno Smith, because we, you know, we talked about Russell Wilson a minute ago. It is right. kind of nice to see that, like, you know, the Seahawks, Russell Wilson moved on, and then Geno Smith. Obviously, no one really ever was like, ah, oh, the fucking, you know, they're gonna suck. There they are, Geno Smith playing pretty well, seven and five. Uh, uh, someone got the good end of this deal, and it sure as shit wasn't Russell Wilson. <laughs> Yeah, the shocker about Geno Smith is in like he was in a close quarterback battle with Drew Locke going into the season. 
Drew Lock. Drew Lock is out of uh, Notre Dame, right? Uh, I don't remember what school Drew Lock was out of, but he was a high pick. Yeah, he went to. He played for the Saints too, I think. Let's see. Same as a Bronco. Yeah, drafted by the Broncos in 2019, second overall or 42nd pick. I'm like, I'm, I'm thinking of Ian Book for some reason. I don't know why those, of Ian Book. those names don't sound anything alike. What the Drew fuck? Lock played for uh, Missouri. Missouri. Maybe that's where I remember it from. Probably. Yeah. yeah. All right. Anyway, Dolphins 49ers. So Dolphins, of course, they're. O-line is all banged up from last week. So, you know, too, was getting just eaten up by mm-hmm. 49ers, number one off defense in the league. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, you can definitely see that happen in yeah. the point scored section. Uh, he did go out, like, the last drive of the game with an ankle injury. So, hopefully that's nothing too bad. Mm-hmm. And then the story, of course, the big story of this game, though, is... Jimmy G got his foot broken pretty early in the game. Yeah, I was going to ask. Brock Purdy was in. I was asking us the story that is, but... So, yeah. So, Jimmy G's foot broken out for that whole season. So, now the 49ers lost their first two quarterbacks for the whole season are out. So, they've got Brock Purdy. uh, Who's not bad, by the way. Not bad. Draft pick number 262 of this year's draft. So, he is (laughs) Mr. Irrelevant. But, hey, you know. But, he, you know, he's got his shot. Uh, he's currently the starter for a playoff football team. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, he played pretty decent for a solid Dolphins defense. Mm-hmm. Although I will say he does have all the tools around him he needs to win. And mm-hmm. fucking Kittle, McCaffrey, and Debo. So. Pretty good spot to get shoved into for your NFL debut. Uh, I hope the two injuries isn't too bad. I would like to see the Dolphins recover and still go on a run. What, what did, did you say was his ankle? Yeah. Which one? Uh, doesn't say. Because I'm wondering if that's the same one he blew out in 2019. He said post game that he feels as good as he can though. So okay. Well, I then, don't think it was. A, I mean, this I don't is, think it was a serious angle. Injury. I know, but this is Tua we're talking about—the guy that literally just got his fucking bell rung and went. Sure. I'm good to go. So, I wouldn't sure. take his word for it. I think he'll be all right, though. That guy's got I grit. I hope so. I hope so. Speaking of grit, our boy Joe Burrow. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Eat the Chiefs. You yeah, he love did. to see it. Man, Mahomes was not having a good day. He was, was not. not do you see him on the sidelines fucking like hammering the bench with his helmet? Love to see yeah. it, man. You would really You'd literally love, love to see it. You know you do. You 100% do. Yeah, you like to see him lose and be pissed off. You, I mean, on the other hand, you also love to see the emotion and how much he cares. Like, yeah, yeah, true. But true, you true. also love to see the Bengals beat the shit out of him. Yeah. And, you know, I'm a big Bengals fan with Joe Burrow there. That's a great team to watch. Big shout out to Jamar Chase. Uh, the first touchdown where Joe Burrow ran it in, it wasn't even like he caught the touchdown. My homeboy didn't give a shit, walked up to the Chiefs defense and just started, you know, like fake flying money at them. Got flagged, of course. At least I think he did. Oh, maybe he didn't. I'm surprised because that was some pretty serious taunting. Oh, it was the second touchdown, I see. But yeah, 
did get flagged for that. Uh, Bengals are a great team. Jamar Chase is back. You love to see it. Mm-hmm. My man's put up seven catches, 97 yards. God, that was blatant taunting. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I just saw the clip. I was like, Jesus. That's like the case where the flag is like, all right. Yeah. You, I'm all right with that. Yeah, flag. that's that's <laughs> just, man, that's just rude. Uh, But yeah, the Bengals buried the Chiefs. You love to see it. No comeback mm. story this week. Mm-mm. I, because I, I said it in Discord. I was like, "Here we go." I've seen this episode before. No, apparently I have not yeah. seen this episode before. It's a new one. Well, the Bengals did beat them last year in the AFC Championship games. So true, 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 true. The the Bengals are now three and zero against the Chiefs in their last three games. You'll love to see it. <laughs> you really do. <laughs> so they haven't played the weekend this year. Or? Uh, they in the playoffs only if they have to run into each other. Bengals don't have too bad of a schedule meaning they play the Deshaun Brown Watson Browns next week. But uh I think they'll win out most of their remaining games and go into playoffs decent slot. Uh the Raiders got away with a win over the Chargers. I mean, it's two like West Coast teams, who the hell cares? But mm-hmm. uh Devontae Adams had a fucking massive game, 177 yards and two touchdowns. Damn. I guess that's the reason they won, because the old car didn't look too hot. Mm. And uh, the Chargers continue to play losing football. That's, yeah. That's, that's the story every week. And Justin Herbert do be slinging that. Not not connecting a lot, but he's he's putting it down range. 47 oh, yeah. attempts. Justin Herbert's a gunslinger. Yeah. For sure. He'd like to, yeah, you'd almost like to see him on a team with more weapons, just to see yeah, what he can do. And a team with a coach that is a bit more sane, perhaps. <laughs> what's wrong? With, what's wrong with the Chargers, head coach? Uh, he just like, in terms of, he's a big statistics guy, and like, oh, he's but... one of those, and he makes some very weird decisions that, like, you just look at the situation. It's like, why the fuck would you ever do that? Right. Like for instance, there was a game. I forget whether it was this year, or last year, that they were up two points. And there was like maybe 30 seconds left in the game. And it's fourth down in their own territory. And instead of punting it for whatever reason, they decided to go for it and failed. And luckily, I believe they were playing. It was this game. It was this year against the Browns. And luckily, the Browns fucking suck. So the Browns managed to miss the field goal for the win. But it's just you can't put yourself into situations where you're just giving the win to the other team. Yeah. Because you've refused to punt for whatever reason. Yeah. Well, of course, we finished off the Sunday slate with the uh, game we talked about a bit earlier. The this was an ass-whipping. I mean, it was it was really the fourth quarter when it sure, became sure, sure. an ass-whipping. So oh, I mean, no, no. The, the first half quarter, was super duper competitive. Well, even into the third quarter, it was super duper competitive. I mean, going into the fourth quarter, it was 1921. Yeah. The Colts just failed a two point uh, attempt to tie it up before. I was- yeah, it just got silly. And then uh, I, f- I want to say the Colts turned the ball over. Yeah, the Colts turned the ball over on every possession in the fourth yeah. quarter. Yeah, 
but I mean, the Colts are four and eight for a reason. So. Sure. And I think they have 30 fumbles on the season now. No way. Yeah, they do. Yeah. It's, oh, it's a no. lot of fucking fumbles. That's a lot of fumbles. That's not including the picks. Oh, no. Let's see how many interceptions three now. So, oh, three in this game. Thir- three in this game. He has 13 in the season. Oh, no. 14 for the Colts as a total. You know, it's funny. The, the, the announcers were, I want to say they were burying him, but they were saying everything, but he's too old to play. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's very much a washed up veteran at this point. He's 37. He's, he's had his time. He lost in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. I think maybe he would have been all right if the Colts had a functioning O line, but he kind of got his ass whooped mm-hmm. by the, uh, O-line basically not existing and I think that's essentially put him into retirement. I don't see him yeah. coming back next year no. at all. And I, I mean, that's fine. It sure is. And tomorrow night, we got your Saints versus the Bucks. Oh, God. I, I know historically, like, we're good against the Bucks, but you right. know, and we're I mean, historically the Bucks are, bad this year. And the Bucks are also historically bad this year, but sure. they did still beat the Saints in Saints territory. Yeah. Yeah. And start of the year. Yeah. yeah. And then, and we are currently one and a four. One and one and four away. So yeah. I I mean, honestly, either team can win that one, but I wouldn't bet either way because Andy Dalton fucking sucks and the Bucks also fucking suck. Mm-hmm. But looking forward to the next week. Uh, ew, terrible Thursday night game. Yeah, I was about to say, that's disgusting. Uh, yet again, another Thursday night game. This is absolutely a snore fest. Uh, Jets-Bills should be a good game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bills are a shockingly high favorite. That nine is... Nine and a half points. Yeah, that's crazy. Did, they, did the... Las Vegas not watch the last game? I guess not. I don't know. Maybe they decided. We've seen that a lot this year with them doing that with the Bills. They like keep putting the Bills like really high favorites, and then like every single game it's just like a struggle fest. Yeah. Which I guess if the Bills are playing at the level they're supposed to, those lines would make sense. But they haven't been. Yeah, they haven't all. I guess. Eh. You know. I guess that's how it works, though. Damn, there are six teams on a bye next week. Not what the fuck? Oh shit, you're right. Oh, thank God, and the Saints are one of them. Oh, yep. thank you, thank you, Jesus. Uh, but then, like I said earlier, Bengals, Cleveland. Uh, Bengals are only a four and a half point favorite. I still think that's plenty for them, and they'll win by a lot. I don't think. I don't think Deshaun looks suddenly significantly better in a week. Right. That's my take. Uh, yeah. Dallas is gonna beat the shit out of the Texans. I was about to say, because they just played, there's not actually currently a line for this, but it might actually be higher than the Buffalo one. I would guess at least 14-point favorites, if not more. Yeah. This might be one Uh, of the most lopsided games of the year. I know the records aren't close here, but I do think uh, Vikings-Detroit will be a good game. I mean, It's an even line. Shockingly, even line. You never see that. And a 52 over under. Holy shit. Yeah. I mean, they're both high scoring teams. So <laughs> that's that's going to be the game. This could to watch. be a game of the week. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Uh, Jacksonville, Tennessee. That game's going to be awful. Uh, Over under 40 and a half. Uh-huh. 41 and a half. Uh, Eagles, Giants. Uh, I know I know the results of this game. It's not going to be pretty. I'm not too happy about it, but we'll take the L and move on, I guess. Mm. Uh, Schittsburg, Ravens. Uh, I think this one probably depends on if Lamar is back or not. If Lamar is not back, I'm pretty sure the Pittsburgh, the Steelers are going to run over him. Yeah. Uh, Chiefs play the Broncos. You might as well not even watch that game. I'm like, shocked that one's as close as it is. Uh, well, the Broncos have like the third or fourth best defense in the league right now. Hmm. That's what makes their offense even worse. Oh. Because the defense keeps them in games and their offense can't even score 10 points. But honestly, you might as well not even play this game. We all know the result. Right. Uh, Bucks Niners. It's obviously a bit questionable with Brock Purdy at quarterback, but mm-hmm. I guess we'll see. A three-point game for San Francisco, for, uh, considering the Bucks are coming off on a short week. So. Yeah. And the Bucks have looked kind of shit. But... Well, sure. Uh, Seahawks, Panthers. Seahawks, they're still looking hot. Panthers are. I don't even know what the fuck the Panthers are, dude. Those I guys suck. Who's even their quarterback now? Uh, I think Sam Darnold is starting. Oh, yeah. Right fuck. I... Uh, the Sunday night game. Dolphins, Chargers. Let's go, Dolphins. Really all depends on Tua, though. It does. But it's a decently long week since their Sunday night game. But let's go, Dolphins. Let's go, Dolphins. Uh, but yeah, if uh, if Tua is not playing for whatever reason, they are going to lose. Yeah, well, I mean, as we've seen all all year. <laughs> yeah, pretty uh, pretty decent weekend of football. The NFL was a little, eh, but the championships this weekend were just absolutely crazy, man. So yeah, it is sad. Uh, we didn't talk about next week, obviously, because there's only one game next week. Uh, Army Navy and the Heisman uh, presentation, which I, I I don't even know who is the favorite right now. Don't please don't tell me it's fucking CJ Stroud. I think it's still Williams, despite the shitty game. Hmm. Well, from this they're saying CJ Stroud. Well, what the fuck was updated? Because there's wait what? They're saying the odds as of now are CJ Stroud and then Bryce Young is still above Williams. What? That's not right. I don't know about that. This article from a few hours ago says like the only website that still has the Heisman odds up has uh Oh here we go. Caleb Williams at minus twenty five hundred to win. Yeah. So um, it'll probably be like I'm okay with that. As long as it's not CJ Stroud, because he does not deserve it. Yeah, I mean, we, we kind of went into our Heisman discussion last week with how we feel about it. And yeah. My take hasn't really changed. Yeah, Max Duggan at third is... is, I mean, yeah, that was a hell of a comeback, but... Yeah, what do you mean comeback? They lost. Well, to put it into overtime. Sure. Sure. But they still lost when it mattered. Okay, fair. Yeah, fair. Uh, yeah, and that's that's the only things that are going to be next week. So, man, it's kind of sad. Uh, college is wrapping up. 
It is sad. It is sad. Just seems like just yesterday it started, but I think as I said uh, before, like my the season passed by so fast for me because the whole time it was like I was waiting on this fiber thing. So I'm just going to blame it on it, least. So. All right. Yeah. Whatever cope you got to cope. Yeah, I got to, you know, uh, you know, because, you know, as you get older, just things just keep going by faster and faster, which I'm not old. I'm 25 years yeah, young. Okay, so. boomer. Yeah, fuck you. All right. Uh, that's all I got, unless you got anything else. I sure don't. All right. Well, thanks everyone for coming. Thanks for watching. See y'all next week. Say goodbye. Goodbye.